Amen. You would pray with me this morning. Most gracious and eternal Father, we come before your presence. We are indeed grateful to you for these moments together to worship you in spirit and in truth. We praise you for you are God who makes all things new as we seek your face. What appropriate songs to lead into the text this morning. I ask you now for preaching power, grant us physical strength and spiritual energy to declare your word faithfully this morning. I pray that you will arrest our attention so that we can hear from you. Hide me behind your cross. We will see Jesus this morning through the preaching of your word. I ask you to open our eyes to behold wonders from your truth, our ears that we may hear your truth, our minds that we may understand and comprehend the truth of your word, but most importantly, Lord, open our hearts this morning that we may receive with meekness your word which is able to save our souls. Evangelize every sinner, edify and energize your church. It's all your glorious name and we will be careful, Lord, to give you all the praise, all the honor, and all the glory. Speak, Lord, for we, your servants, we are listening. It is in the mighty, magnificent, majestic, matchless name, as above every name. In Jesus' name we pray. All believers say amen. Psalms for a pandemic. If you would take your copy of God's word, wherever you are, stand with me. And turn to Psalm 42. Psalm 42. And I want to read Psalm 42 and Psalm 43. Psalm 42 and Psalm 43. Before you get worried, they're not long. Psalm 42 and Psalm 43. Reading from the English Standard Version. The Bible says, as a deer pants for flowing streams, so pants my soul for you, O God. My soul thirsts for God, for the living God. When shall I come and appear before God? My tears have been my food day and night, while they say to me all the day long, Where is your God? These things I remember as I pour out my soul, how I would go with the throng and lead them in procession to the house of God with glad shouts and shouts of songs of praise, a multitude-keeping festival. Why are you cast down, O my soul, and why are you in turmoil within me? Hope in God, for I shall again praise him my God, my salvation and my God. My soul is cast down within me, therefore I remember you from the land of Jordan and of Hermon, from Mount Mizar. Deep calls the deep at the roar of your waterfalls, all your breakers and your waves have gone over me. By the day the Lord commands his steadfast love and at night his song is with me, a prayer to the God of my life. 
I say to God, my rock, why have you forgotten me? Why do I go mourning because of the oppression of the enemy? As with deadly wounds in my bones, my adversaries taunt me while they say to me all the day long, where is your God? Why are you cast down on my soul and why are you in turmoil within me? Hope in God, for I shall again praise him, my salvation and my God. Vindicate me, O God, and defend my cause against an ungodly people. From the deceitful and unjust man, deliver me. For you are the God in whom I take refuge. Why have you rejected me? Why do I go all about mourning because of the oppression of the enemy? Send out your light and your truth. Let them lead me. Let them bring me to your holy hill, to your holy dwelling. Then I will go to the altar of God, to my God, to, to God my seat in joy. And I will praise you with the lyre, O God, my God. Why are you cast down? O oh, my soul, and why are you in turmoil within me? Hope in God, I shall again praise him, my salvation and my God. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Why are you cast down, O oh, my soul? Why are you in turmoil within me? Hope in God, for I shall again praise him my salvation and my God. I want to talk about finding resolution in your pain. Finding resolution in your pain. Finding resolution in your pain. M. Scott Peck wrote in his book the road less traveled. He opens up with this frame. Life is difficult. Very simple sentence written from a man with a doctor of medicine degree. He simply says, life is difficult. Simple, but yet profound. The reality is, my brothers and sisters, life is not easy. Many of us have this illusion that we can navigate life or that we can um, shape our lives or we can plan our lives to make life more easier, but Regardless of how you plan and regardless of how proactive you may be, life will become difficult. Life is hard. It's filled with ups and downs, good days and bad days. It's like being on a roller coaster. You're up sometimes. And then you plummet into deep despair. Life is difficult. You can be doing good right now. 
And before you lay down tonight, your world can be turned upside down. Because life is just hard. It's difficult. Right when you think that you have leveled off and you have everything under control, right there in the moment where you feel secure in your uh, footing in life, that's when the ground beneath you starts to shake. And you are again reminded, life is difficult. That old song had it right. No one told us that the road would be easy. But even though no one told us the road would be easy, we oftentimes um, live in the illusion that um, uh, we can avoid the pain of life. And when life happens, when the unexpected visit us at an unexpected time, brothers and sisters, it can play with your emotions. It, it can really cause you to enter to a very dark place. Anyone ever been there before? Where all of a sudden the sun has it's not shining anymore. The clouds have rolled in. You hear the thunder and the rain is um, beating in your life. Strong winds are blowing. And you find yourself in a very dark place. I know many times Christians don't want to be honest about those things. We have um, convinced ourselves that um, if I am saved... And if I love the Lord, and if I have faith in God, then I shouldn't feel sad. I should always be happy. I should always be joyful. We, 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 we can, we even condition ourselves to know how to respond, even when we're dealing with pain. Someone can ask us how we're doing. We won't say that I'm really in a dark place. We will simply say, I'm blessed and highly favored. Everything is going well in my life. God, uh, uh, it's a good day. I'm above ground and not underground. And all those things are true, but yet behind your smile, there is some deep despair. And the truth be told, you even can find yourself in depression. No, depression is one of those things that we don't like to deal with. And many times people are experiencing depression and don't even recognize they're feeling experiencing depression because we um, want to deny our feelings. We like to build uh, a, a false world, a false narrative around us and, and make an illusion that I'm alright when the fact of that is I'm not alright. And I want to just suggest to you this morning, my brothers and sisters, it's alright not to be alright. Someone told you that you have to be happy all the time. Life is difficult. Life is hard. And when life gets difficult and life gets hard, when your mountains are hard to climb, when your valleys are low, when the pressures of life are weighing down on your shoulders, it's alright not to be alright. I'm glad to know 
that I can be sad and still be saved. I'm glad to know that uh, I can have a difficult moment and not be a demon. I, I, I'm glad to know that I can even have questions and still have faith. We oftentimes don't like to deal with this. And since the church oftentimes never deals with the reality of depression, never deals with the reality of pathological sadness and never realize that some people are smiling in your church. Some people are smiling in your pew. Some people are smiling in your choirs. And some are even smiling in the pulpit but are wrestling with depression. And this pandemic has caught us off guard. And this pandemic has made life difficult. And if the truth be told, in the midst of this pandemic, there have been moments when you have not been okay. Ah, you don't have to be honest. I'll just tell the truth for you. That there's been moments where you have not been okay when you have wanted to go certain places but now suddenly you can't go. There are moments when you have not been okay when you have went to certain events but they are no longer held and they no longer have the festive atmosphere that it would normally have. You have not okay when many of you know right now if the truth be told you will be checking out of a hotel room in Birmingham, Alabama next week at the time of the classic but because of this pandemic there's no tailgating there's no classic that's about it you're not okay you've had moments when you've not been okay and I want to say it's okay not to be okay especially if you can put your trust in God and this is what this psalmist does in Psalm 42 and 43. These are two psalms in our Bible, but in reality, uh, they are really one psalm. Uh, they, they have a common theme. Uh, for Psalm 43 is the crescendo of the final stanza of Psalm 42. They are one in the same. We know this because we hear the same refrain as we trace through the song. Why are you cast down, O oh my soul? Why are you in turmoil within me? Hope in God, for I shall again praise him, my salvation and my God. But what I love about this psalm is this psalmist is real. This psalmist is honest. This psalmist, as he pours out his heart to God with his pen, we hear his pain in his lyrics. We can hear as we read this psalm that this psalmist who loves God, this psalmist who has faith in God, this psalmist who has committed his life to God as a worship leader for God's people is having a moment when he's not okay. Listen to his pain that's streaming from his 
ten. As the deer pants for flowing streams, so pants my soul for you, O God. My soul is thirsty for God, the living God. When shall I come before my God? My tears have been my food day and night. While they say to me all the day long, where is this God you keep talking about? Go on and go down and listen to his pain. He talks about how I remember how I would lead the thrones in procession into the house of the Lord with shouts, glad shouts and songs of praise, keeping multitude, uh, keeping multitude, keeping festival. He says, um, I go on down into verse number six and he begins to talk about how he remembers from the land of Jordan of, of, of Hermon and he says, deep calls to deep your breakers and your waves have gone over me. Why do I go on mourning because of the oppression of the enemy? Verse 10, as with a deadly wound in my bones, my adversaries taught me. While they say to me all the day long, where's this God you keep talking about? It goes on in the verse 1 of chapter 43 of uh, Psalm 43. Vindicate me, O God, defend my cause against this ungodly people from the deceitful and just unjust man deliver me when you read this song you cannot help but hear the pain of this psalmist this psalmist is going through a difficult moment he's going through some pain and it's deep y'all it is it's it's so deep that he says it goes beyond um, uh, just having a bad day. It, it goes beyond just having bad thoughts. It, it, it goes beyond just um, uh, feeling, uh, not feeling well. It, it goes beyond just having a moment. Look at the depths from which he cries. He says, my soul longs for you. My soul. Look what he says. I'm going through pain. And he says in verse 4 of Psalm 42, I remember when it wasn't like this. I remember when I used to be able to lead the multitude of, of worshipers into the presence of God. I remember how I used to be in the front of the line leading people up to Jerusalem for the festivals of Pentecost and for the festivals of the Passover. I remember when we used to sing with shouts of joy, songs of praise to the Lord. He says, I remember when things were better than this. Anybody had that moment in this pandemic when you just sat back and remembered when things were different, when things were um, more common, when things were more stable, when things were 
more um, in the habitual habit of how things normally flow. I remember when things were better. You know what I've learned? Sometimes uh, when we look back uh, and remember our good days, we recognize we should have appreciated those good days a little bit more than we did. I remember when things were better. I remember how I used to lead people into worship. I remember how we used to sing with shouts of joy and gladness. He says, I remember the good days. Then he goes on and he starts contemplating where he is in the present. The Bible says in Psalm 42, verse 6, it says, my soul is cast down within me. Therefore, I remember from the land of Jordan and of Hermon, from Mount Mizar. He's basically saying, I've been displaced. I've been exiled. I'm, I'm, I'm not in my familiar setting. So he says, deep calls the deep at the roar of your waterfalls. All of your breakers and waves have gone over me. He's talking about what he's experiencing right now. He's He's, he's saying basically like there are waterfalls that are crashing in. And you hear the roar of the waterfalls as it, as it descends onto the body of water. And he's saying, I feel like I'm drowning underneath the thunders of all of this water. Like I'm drowning. I know it's Sunday morning. And we just supposed to shout. And we don't shout in a minute. But have you ever been there before? Where you felt like you were just drowning? Drowning from bills. Drowning from economic issues. Drowning in emotional despair from relationships that are gone bad. Drowning. From all types of different things that you are dealing with. Drowning in emotional and spiritual, psychological despair. He goes on to tell us what else is going on. We, we don't really know the content of this psalm. But as I said before, we know that this psalm is going through some difficult moments. Because he says, why? Uh... Do I mourn because of the oppression of my enemy? He, he, he's, he let us know that he's in an adverse situation. That he's undergoing oppression. What it looks like we don't know, but oppression is oppression. And it does not feel good. And he goes on to say this. He says, um, it is like a deadly womb in my bones. It's like poisoning in my bones, beyond the flesh, in my bones. And they talk me while they oppress me. Where is your God? Where is this God you keep on singing about? Where is this God you keep on praying to? If, if this God that you keep on professing is so great, why are you dealing with what you're dealing with? 
the truth be told, it ain't always just our enemies who would taunt us with that. The fact of the matter is, we even get in times when we ask God ourselves, where are you? Where are you? When I'm going through this despair, where are you? You see what they're doing to me. Where are you? You see my pain. You hear my agony. It goes on to say, I'll go from remembering the good days. I'm contemplating the pain of what I'm dealing with right now. And then Psalm 43, he starts to surrender. He surrenders. The Bible says in Psalm 43, Vindicate me, O God. Defend my cause against this ungodly people. From deceitful and unjust man, deliver me. You are my God in whom I take refuge. Why have you rejected me? Why do I go about mourning because of the oppression of the enemy? Send your light and your truth. Let them lead me. Let them bring me to your holy will, to your dwelling, that I then I will go to the altar of God, to God my seed and joy, and I will praise you on the lyre, oh God, my God. I want you to hear this place of resolution. He's talked about remembering uh, the good things. And then he's contemplating what he's going through in the present. But in the midst of his pain, he gets to a place of resolution. He says, vindicate me, oh God. Um, he, he says, vindicate me, oh God, and defend me against this ungodly, deceitful, unjust man. Deliver me. Here's, here's what he's really saying, my brothers and sisters. He's saying, I thought about it. I've contemplated this and I'm hurting and I'm in pain but my statement of resolution is only you God can get me through this only you can deliver me from this only you can fight this battle for me only you can give me the victory after he's remembered and after he's contemplated he gets to a place where he says Lord I have to surrender this to you and that's what God wants to get you in the midst of your pain remembering the good days can be uh, sometimes refreshing and also Make you feel kind of sad. Contemplating what you're facing right now uh, can put you in a place of despair. But God wants you and I to get to a place where after we are remembered and contemplated, we end up surrendering our situation. Uh, surrendering our problem, uh, surrendering our circumstance to God and say, Lord, I'm taking my hands off of it. I need you to heal me. I need you to deliver me because I am not able to bear these burdens alone. As God says, I need you to get to a place where you surrender it. 
And that's what we have to do in the midst of this pandemic. I know you've been remembering the good old days. You've been remembering the ball games. You've been remembering hanging out with friends. You've been remembering the times where you can go to a restaurant and not have to be concerned. Is it okay for me to eat on the inside or should I get my food and go outside and eat it? So while you remember the times when you could just go and come as you please. You remember when you didn't have to wear a mask. You remember when you wouldn't have to sit there and try to measure in your mind how far is six feet. You remember when things were better. And I know you spent some time contemplating what you're going through right now. The discomfort and the pain and the stress of trying to live through this pandemic. And I know that some of you have even asked, where is God in the midst of all of this? And you may even have some and uh, some type of agnostic friend who may even be asking you, why do you keep trusting in this God? If God is so powerful, then why won't he stop this pandemic? Why won't he stop this situation? But I want to suggest to you, it's okay to remember and it's good to call but you have to end in a place where you surrender to God and say, God, I need you to get me through this. Ah, uh, Grandma, don't say it this way. Father, I stretch my hand to thee. No other help I know if thou withdraw thyself from me. Oh, rather shall I Cold. I surrender. I submit. I say, God, I'm trusting in you. In the midst of my pain, in the midst of my sadness, no matter what it is, COVID is a experience that all of us are going through, but there are some things that are tailored in your life. There are some things that you are dealing with personally. There are some things that you are experiencing that no one else may be going through right now, but regardless of what that situation is, all I'm saying is get to a place of resolution in your pain where you say, Lord, I'm taking my hands off of it and I'm going to surrender it all to you and I need you to vindicate me. I need you to deliver me. I need you to fight my battles. But can I tell you something as I get ready to leave you this morning? You don't just get there by simply remembering and contemplating. The only way you get to a place of resolution in your pain is by doing what the psalmist says in verse 1 and 2 as a deer pants after flowing water streams as the deer is panting struggling to breathe, knowing that if I don't get to some water soon, I'm not going to make it. Knowing that if I don't get to a reservoir in the midst of this dry place, I'm going to give up and I'm going to give out. 
And he says, as a deer who recognizes that if I don't get help soon, I'm not going to make it. As he pants for water, soul, my soul pants after thee. Ah, so he just said, I'm chasing after you. No matter what I have to do, I need you more and more. And I've discovered something, my brothers and sisters. There's a lot of people who wear Christian on their name tag. There's a lot of people who profess to be Christian. But when life gets difficult, you begin to recognize that maybe they're Christian in name only. Because they start panting after other stuff. They start panting after bottles. They start panting after drawers. They start panting after men. They start panting after women. They start panting after money. But if you are really a believer, when life gets difficult, you say, I don't need a drink. I don't need a high. I don't need sex. I don't need a party. I need somebody that can really satisfy me. I'm running after God. I need you, Lord. I'm chasing you. I'm going after you. I'm I'm in pursuit of you in the midst of my pain. And if you can pursue God while you remember, and you can pursue God while you're contemplating, eventually God will get you to a place where you have resolution and you surrender it to him. Yes, I'm panting after you. And as I pant after you, what happens I remember and I started to get a little down while I remember but since I'm panting after God before I throw in the towel I have a conversation with myself why are you cast down on my soul why are you so in turmoil within me hope in God for I shall yet I shall again praise him my God and my salvation and then he says I start contemplating and when I start contemplating I began to think about what I'm dealing with and I hear what folks are saying about me in the streets and I began to think about how I feel that God has forgotten me but while I am remembering while I'm contemplating since I am in pursuit of God I have to pause and have that conversation with myself why are you cast down over my soul why are you in turmoil in me hope in God for I shall yet praise him my God my salvation I'm getting happy all by myself because here's what I've learned church it's okay to not be okay 
it's okay to have a moment. It's okay to not be having some good days. It's okay to acknowledge that I just don't feel good right now. It's okay to say life is hard and life does not feel fair. But while you are dealing with the agony of your reality, pet after God. And as you pursue God, you will get to a place where God, through the power of the Holy Spirit, will remind you that God is your hope. God is your salvation. God is your rock. God is your refuge. And you will say, why are you cast down on my soul? Why are you in such turmoil within me? Hope in God. Keep hoping in God. And say, I will yet praise you. In the midst of my pain, I will yet praise you. In the midst of my suffering, I will yet praise you because you are my salvation. You are my God. If I go after him in the midst of the pain, I will have a pause. And when I do it, the Bible is saying one more thing, and I'm out of here really this time. He says, as a deer pants out the water, so my soul pants after you. My soul thirsts for God, for the living God. It is, when shall I come before my God? There's a refrain. Hope in God. I will again, I will shall yet praise him. My God and my salvation. Here's what the Bible is really saying. When you look at that, my God, my salvation. It is really saying the salvation of my face. That's what the Greek Hebrew is really saying. The salvation of my face. What the psalmist is saying is, I seek God's face. And as I seek God's face, his face changes my face. I'm going to say it again. As I seek God's face, seeing his face changes my face. Uh, let me go a little deeper. Number 6, verse 24 through 26. We pronounce it over you every week. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine, to smile upon you. The Lord lift the light of his countenance upon you and give you When I was in the youth choir, we sung it this way. God has smiled on me. He has set me free. God has smiled on me. 
He's been good to me. Moses said, I went to the mountain and I met God face to face. And when I came down from the mountain, from being in the face of God, God's face changed my face in such a way that when I came down, they had to put a veil over my face because my face was still reflecting the glory of being in God's face. Some of y'all still haven't got it. The psalmist is saying that if I thirst after God, if I pant after God, God's face will change my face. In the midst of my pain, God's face will change my face. In the midst of my suffering, God's face will change my face. And that's why the old hymn says, then I can smile that Satan's rage and face a frowning world because God's face changes my face. When I seek his face, oh, it changes my attitude. When I seek his face, it changes my countenance. When I seek his face, he changes uh, my frowns into smiles. When I seek his face, he wipes tears from my eyes. When I seek his face, he delivers me from the depths of my depression. When I seek his face, he sets me free from the boundaries of my emotions. When I seek his face, he allows me to keep on hoping in him. Oh, after I seek his face, when I see his face, my pain is still there. The situation hasn't changed, but my outlook sure has. My perspective sure has changed. This is what happens when you seek his face. He says, what you end up saying is, hope in God. Don't give up. Hope in God. This is not just saying, false hope. This is not just waiting on God. It is not just saying hope as being optimistic. It is saying when I seek God's face and I begin to hope in God, I get in a place of anticipation because the more I get into God's face, the more I recognize that God is not going to leave me in this present condition. Is there anybody that's listening to me this morning that can say when I seek God's face and I'm reminded of how great God is, I recognize that God is too good to leave me right here. And he didn't bring me this far to leave me now. I'm going to hold on. Keep on hoping. Hope in God. My hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. I dare not trust the sweetest frame, but holy lean on Jesus' name. My hope is renewed when I get in the face of God. But not only that, church, not only does he renew my, my hope, but he reignites my praise. He says, hope in God. And I shall yet praise him. I'm done for the last time. That's three this morning. Hope in God. For I shall yet praise him. I have made up my mind that 
Even though things aren't going my way, I made up my mind that even though I'm experiencing pain, I made up my mind that even though things aren't panning out the way I thought that they ought to, I'm going to keep on holding on. And I'm going to keep on hoping in God. And when I get into God's face, it changes my face. So that I leave saying, I will yet praise him. And that's all I want to tell you this morning. That in the midst of a pandemic, and in the midst of uh, the difficulties of life, in the midst of uh, your pain and your suffering, I want to know, uh, is there anybody uh, that's listening to me this morning uh, that can say, I've been in the face of God long enough uh, that I made up my mind that I will yet Praise name. Is there anybody that's listening this morning that says, I will yet praise his name? My enemies are talking about me, and some think I'm not going to make it, but I will yet praise, praise his name. The people are asking, is your God and I'm saying I will yet praise his name even in the midst of COVID-19 I will yet praise his name when I think about my bills that I do and my money is low I will Yet praise his name. My burdens seem too heavy, but I will yet praise his name. When I think about the trouble that's all around me, I will yet praise his name. I don't feel good in my body, but I will yet praise his name. Do I have any help in here? There's somebody that can testify that my life is on the rocks and I don't know how I'm going to make it if Thing around me seems to be falling apart, but you can testify this morning that you have resolution in your pain that I will yet praise his name. Job said, I learned how to praise him through my pain that don't Slay me, yet will I trust him. Do I have a witness here? I will yet praise his name. I gotta let this alone, but some folk can praise God when everything is going well. Some people can praise God when the check comes in the mail. 
some people can praise God for a blessing that's on the way. But this praise ain't for you. I'm looking for some people that can say, Pastor, I've been in God's I see God. He changed. He changed my face. And I'm going to praise him not for what he does. I'm going to praise him not for what he's going to do. But I'm going to praise him because of who he is. That's you this morning. Lift your hands wherever you are and say, I will yet praise him. He's still good in my pain. He's still good in my suffering. He's still good in COVID-19. He's still good when relationships fail. He's still good when the job lays you over. He's still good when your boo leaves you. He's still good no matter what I will yet praise his name because he's my God, he's my salvation, he's my rock, he's my fortress, he's my refuge, he's my wheel in the middle of a wheel, he's my up a high mountain, and he's all right, shall you have?